This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. Production services by Sidekick Media Services. And listeners like you supporting us at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Time to get geeky, get awesome. It is the awesome cast. I'm Mike Sorgat, Sorgatron on Twitter here in the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Ready to talk geeky with you. That sounds like a come on. Uh, <laughs> with me, I'm definitely not trying to hit on John Chachilla in Studio C in the Big D of Dormont, PA. How you doing, sir? Good. How are you doing? I mean, not that Just you know. Just over here updating, updating the the proverbial apps. Uh, not uh, not that I wouldn't like hypothetically hit on you. I mean, I I think you're very <laughs> attractive gentlemen you know but uh you know that's that's you just don't want to make sure that's 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 you know clear uh <laughs> he's of course the gadget guru of big bank international esquire and also back with us uh fresh off of the pittsburgh marathon and i understand i believe if, I, if i'm not mistaken you got serenaded by a death metal fellow from the pittsburgh area along the route somewhere the Dutters is with us or is she? I'm muted. I'm muted. There it is. <laughs> Welcome to our new podcast, Technical Difficulties. Oh, come on. That's been the podcast for the last decade. <laughs> this is also my first uh, uh, podcast with the um, my new laptop. Do I look better? Yeah, Actually, yeah, I think you do. Yeah. A little clearer, a little clearer. I'm still, I'm, I'm still taking my Zoom calls on that 720 uh, uh, webcam on that 10-year-old monitor that we were talking about last week <laughs> so you definitely look a lot better than 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 we are uh on those so but uh no no it's good yeah you got a, a fresh new m1 mac have you been social media mm-hmm. a lot faster on that thing yeah everything is so much faster i'm so happy I, I i can't even tell you how many times i've just told my computer i love it I, I feel like and it's so weird and, and, and I'm the same way because I'm looking at my MacBook and I'm like, wow, this is 2018. That's four years old. No wonder it had a problem this weekend um, or, or it's having the problems that it's having. Right. So it, mm-hmm. it, and I'm like, I remember you getting yours because I remember you had the old white iMac or I'm sorry, MacBook with the Hello Kitty duct tape. So it would stop shredding your wrists as you're uh, using it. Right. Correct. Yes. Yes. That was very fancy. And then what you told me, what was it? A 2014 or something like that? 15. I'm like, how, Mm -hmm. how do you, have you had, how has it been that long since I've seen Hello Kitty laptop? But yeah, that's, yeah, that's weird. Which, which M1 did you, did you get the Air? Did you get the Pro? Did you get the Pro? Pro. 512. Going all out. Don't offload things needed. Going all out. Going all out. I love it. I love it. Uh, but hey, we are on all the things right now. Uh, this is the Awesome Cast. You can check out everything at awesomecast.com. You can. <laughs> I just saw your awesome thing. Um, uh, you can hit us up at awesomecast.com. You can uh, tweet us at awesomecast, Facebook on the uh, awesomecast uh, 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 group, as well as on Discord and Reddit. We have some awesomecast groups on there. Uh, you can link to the Discord via awesomecast.com. Please subscribe to us on your favorite podcaster. And we are live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. We are currently live on Facebook, on YouTube, on the Sorgatron Media Twitch page, on Twitter. And 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 I think I got everything figured out. It's not giving me weird feedback this week. At least I don't think it is. We are on Spaces as well. Uh, more in a broadcast capacity. You guys can listen in if you just want to listen on the road. It might be good for you guys if you are uh, don't have YouTube Premium and want to listen in the car if you happen to be commuting at this time of day or something like that. Um, so you can hop into that. And we're going to record so we can look at, uh, listen back and see how, how, how it was. And again, eventually, I would like to get to the point that you guys can hop in and we can, uh, quote unquote, take callers via spaces uh if we get uh, some of the hardware uh sorted out here in the testing and make sure we have something to work i got um i i got a oh the box is over there but i don't want to move it but i got an irig uh which it says is for guitars but it, it has the connectors that i'm looking for the quarter inch and everything uh so it seems to work but we were getting like weird weird 
like lots of feedback on it la- oh, not feedback but like just just noise on it last last week so we're trying to figure out where that's at but anyways, uh, also thank you to our uh, friends at postindustrial.com um, that have been telling the show, telling everybody about us, about our shows and things like that. Um, go check them out. Hey, they have a print magazine too. Uh, so subscribe to that that too. I've been getting it um, ever since I, I hit their Kickstarter back in the day. So, um, um, but uh, definitely worthwhile. And of course, uh, they got a great newsletter to, to keep you up on the news that's important to you in the Rust Belt, especially if you're in the Pittsburgh or greater area. And, um, and and also, I want to give a shout. They, they're doing some great podcasts over there. Uh, I may have been helping edit some of them. Uh, the It's Your Business podcast and the Hungry Hungry Girl Big City, I believe, is the name of the one show. Um, I actually got to record some shows with them a little uh, a, a while ago, and and uh, and that was a lot of fun. Um, it was a couple. I think it was pre-COVID. We might we might have done that. So. Um, but no, go check them out. They got a lot of really cool content over there too. Also, thank you to our Patreon supporters at patreoncom slash awesomecast. Uh, it's, uh, it's the beginning of the month, so uh, uh, everything's going through with you guys. So thank you so much, everybody who has uh, stayed on with us and, and a part of that with the awesome cast and supporting the show. Thank you to our executive producer, Brian Crawford, uh, at the Coffee Club level, Matt Weller, John Carmen, Cynthia Clossy, Scott McTaggart, and Mike Pound, and at the fan of the show level, Michael Fedor, Professor Buzzkill, and Dave Ponder. You guys can support the show too. Get a little bit of extra content over at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Let's get into our awesome things of the week. This is just going to be a lot of personal stuff because I think I'm going to go triple slideshow on mine as well. Uh, Katie, you ran a half marathon. I did. It's yes. my first one. I I hate. I am not a runner. I will 100% put it out there. I am not a runner. I hate running. But I like running races because um, it's like a big parade to me where I get to wave at kids and dogs, uh, babies and dogs, and uh, look like I'm running. Uh, I did like stop the, mm-hmm. the, I think it was Steeltown Greyhounds, uh, the retired Greyhounds. They had uh, several dogs mm-hmm. out that I stopped <sighs> to pet every one of them. Nice. Nice. Some of them raincoats, some of them in tutus. It did rain a lot on Sunday. I saw uh, so the that ri- made it a little bit I more saw fun. I saw the river uh in your story behind you when you were uh doing stuff on there. You know, like one of the good things about Pittsburgh is if you get a big downpour, you know that the drains are just backing up. So you know, there was just like rivers of water everywhere in puddles. So a lot of dodging puddles, but I did run, I did finish. I got my medal. This is my medal. Yeah, it's so pretty. Um, mine is a little bit special because you'll notice it's a gold color, which is a different than other ones. And it says on the back, the Pittsburgh back half of the marathon run for a reason. Uh, I was one of, I think there was like 50, maybe 75 of us that um, were able to run the back half of the marathon, which meant we started in the shady side area and we ran um, through different neighborhoods uh, to the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually when you do the half marathon, you start at the beginning with all the other runners. And, but this was a little bit different this year, something they did. Um, it was for folks that raised um, a certain amount for charity. Mine was Young Adult Survivors United, which is one that um, is I've been a part of uh, Yasu for years, or for a couple of years now. Wow, it's been a couple of years. Time has flown by. Uh, like we said, we forgot how fast time flies now. Um, but uh, they're an organization that has done a lot of great things for young adult cancer survivors in the Pittsburgh and surrounding areas. And I ran for them and fundraised and ended up raising over $2,600 for them. Um, and got the opportunity to run the back half of the marathon, which was a lot of fun. And you get to go through some of the neighborhoods that you don't get to go through when you run the front half of the half marathon. Nice, nice. That's great. And, and uh, Dave Ponder's in the chat room, your, uh, your metal buddy from the weekend. Yeah. As well. We were sharing um, our best photos um, because, like, after the race, you get uh, they they send you all these photos with the, the graphic over top of them uh, that you can order in various sizes. And usually, I mean, like, I don't know. I'm sure folks really want them, but I, I've never been one to be like, oh, look at me. I'm just looking how red my face is and how sweaty I am. <laughs> yeah, they're how, not that they're and, most terribly flattering pictures, are they? When you're oh. in mid-run in the, in the uh, uh, you know, 90% of the marathon has been run kind of uh, a position, right? Yeah, you're just like, this is gross. Just stop looking at me. And uh, my last picture of all my pictures is a shirtless gentleman um, getting ready to cross the finish line. And I was like, that doesn't look like me at all. And you could just see like my arm, like this much of my arm. Um, so just barely picked up my bib. But he's like, ah. Right, because it's <laughs> I digital. Like, we, I think we talked about before. It's digital, right? Like they take the pictures yeah. and it registers like a, what a, a, is it an RFID or something maybe? Uh, yeah, it, on the okay. back of the 
or bibs. There's nothing. There used to be, they used to do things where you would have your bib and then they would have the tag on your shoe. And now everything's built into your bib, which is really nice because nice. it's just annoying that extra step. And, but yeah, so was, I am a shirtless gentleman who looked like he was probably actually ran the whole marathon versus like petting <laughs> dogs well, along the way. He could have just looked rough for having a half marathon. That's fine, you know? So, yeah. yeah. I yeah. did stop at uh, Church of Brew Works also um, was handing out samples on, on my end. So I did stop for a minute for a sample too. So I would just my like, time would have been so much better if I wouldn't have stopped for beer and dogs. Yeah. <laughs> And the the the, the consummate uh, 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 fuel of a runner, beer and dogs, right? Mm-hmm. So that's yep. good. And also, I, and because I think it happened after, I think it, yeah, I think it did happen after the show last week. But you you made the news again. I say again because yeah. you've been on there a few times for one reason or another. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> You're like uh, very popular I, with the I, I I made a joke because uh, our friend Matt Carlin's. Uh, he he writes for a, a pro wrestling um, a news site, and he had a tweet that got picked up and went viral with one of the WWE wrestlers. You probably saw it, Katie. Um, but then he wrote an article about his tweet going viral, and I was like, "So you are the news right now?" Uh, <laughs> so, but that's you, Abby. You, Abby, how many news programs you've been on at this point, right? So, <laughs> several, yeah. So it was nice because I got to talk about what I was running for, and it was uh, yeah. it was great. And I got this. They showed some pictures of. Uh, my brother and I went, oh my, I think it was probably like nine, 10 years. I don't know. It, it had to be at wow. least nine years ago of us when he ran uh, the half marathon. And I was part of a relay team. It was the first Yin's team relay team. So. Mm. Oh, good. I remember, I remember when you guys were organizing for that. Uh, I was even getting texts from my mother. It's like, Katie's on the news again. I'm like, again? <laughs> like, apparently they played it like every hour. So yeah, you know, for like I was the- shocked. I was shocked. Hey, you know it's a it's a nice feel good story. So I'm sure you were mm-hmm. all over the previews, and it it was probably that last thing in the in the news. Uh, um, you know, just like you know the 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 dog stories and things. You know that they put in after the yes. after the sports. <laughs> they teased the whole. Episode. <laughs> so, yes, exactly. that's awesome. That's awesome. You gonna do it again? Uh, you know what I said? I, I was like, no, I'm like, yeah, probably. Cause I just, I do things. I just do things. And then two days before the thing's supposed to happen, I was like, what are you thinking? I, I, that happened to me this year. I was, I was like inspired when you were talking about earlier this year and I marked it on, on my calendar. I, I guess, uh, uh thankfully I, I got booked for something in Seattle, but, uh, you're just, I was like, you know, I'm thinking about doing this here. And you're like, don't, don't do it. Don't do that to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> do they have like a thing at the end? Like, is there, is there something in Point State Park or is there like a little shindig afterwards or it's just like you get done and you're done? There was. It was kind of the ending was a little bit weird this year because the corral at the end was much longer. Like I literally I crossed the finish line and started sobbing because I did not. I mean, like I was shocked I finished. And um, but it's like this long corral to Point State Park now. And so like the people you knew weren't for a while. So it was very awkward, at least for me to like keep going. And I'm like, hey, there's my free bananas. Yeah. And um <laughs> As a charity runner, we got uh, food uh, in the FedEx like corporate tent, and by the time I got there, they were like, "Take as much as you want." And I walked out with like a handful of food, and I, and I housed, <laughs> I just in, inhaled a chocolate donut from Dunkin' Donuts with chocolate. It was the best donut I've ever had in my life. <laughs> nice, nice, I love it. So there's a little get together, and then like they had corn dogs and stuff you could buy there and merch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. So, so there you go, Pittsburgh Marathon, another one in the books. And uh, was this their first full one since COVID? This was their first, uh, yeah, in person. And it was really like the weather just said, screw you. I know it's your first one back. And I did so much to like all out and make this a big, super memorable experience. And the weather <laughs> just poo-pooed on a lot of it. Um, <laughs> at one point, uh, the, the starting line uh, collapsed. They do like an inflatable starting line. Oh, no. And it just was like, because I had friends at the start and they were sending us pictures and we we're like, oh, geez we're on a bus that they're taking us over to our start line. And we're like, you know, if, if, if they're going to cancel it, can they also know, let us know before we get off the bus? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, that's awesome. Sorry. I, 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 I've been setting up a smart TV and I think I accidentally, yeah, I broadcast the show over there and I want to make sure it wasn't blasting. Uh, so I'm fiddling a little bit over here. Um, that's awesome. Uh, so, and, uh, go check out, uh, you're still, I see there's still stories, uh, 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 creeping out about the marathon. So follow Katie over on 
the Instagrams and uh, and Facebook and stuff if you're not already, and uh, and, and get to see a little bit of that, right? Yeah, awesome. exciting. Awesome. <laughs> Chilla, what is your awesome thing of the week? My awesome thing of the week is the Raptic Link. The what? And what lock. The what? A what? The Raptic Link and Lock. Okay. So it, it is a. Oh, what are they called? Like all the cool people wear them on their belt, like the rock climber type people. A carabiner. Carabiner. It's like imagine a carabiner, but the the little flippy spring loaded piece. Mm-hmm. Um actually locks in place with a three digit combination lock and in the bottom of the carabiner goes a apple air tag mm. that when it's locked really can't be removed without heavily damaging either the carabiner piece or the air tag um, <clears throat> obviously if someone wants your stuff they're going to get your stuff mm-hmm. um, but i like this concept because i have a handful of backpacks that have a little clip area on the inside where I could kind of tuck this away. People probably wouldn't necessarily notice it. And mm-hmm. if they, and it would kind of be locked in place too. So it's not going to just slide around the bag. Um, obviously you can attach these to anything you could attach a carabiner to, mm-hmm. um, including, you know, your kid's jeans. Um, and they're not getting, well, I guess they could take off their jeans, but <clears throat> Um, but then you got a kid running around with no pants and I mean, that's a whole other, someone's going to notice that yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I really like the, the concept. Um, I ordered a handful of these. Mm-hmm. Um, they do, <clears throat> there was an area where I saw you could get like a heavy discount if you bought two instead of one. Um, so I did buy two of them. Um, or this is the one that's two, two for two for 40 bucks. I think they were like 25 or 30 a piece, oh, but if okay. you get two, um so now I, I i use the air tags a lot this to me just is one more thing to add to the arsenal of a don't lose my stuff and b if i someone tries to take my stuff i can attempt to find it katie this is something that would have been really handy because i started uh, uh air tagging my luggage and remember when i broke my luggage in la and needed to get, put the air tag in a new thing yeah <laughs> so like <laughs> it seems like the right thing and 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 one thing i have been concerned about like, would they find the air tag in my luggage at you know when it's going through, you know, shipment and stuff like that, right? So, um, but no, it, that that this could be really handy. So it's just for that temporary kind of kind of thing, right? Yep. <clears throat> and I'm surprised that I've been taking the tea into work probably one to two days a week, mm-hmm. and I'm surprised because there's supposed to be a new notification that like, hey you're traveling and there's an air tag that's traveling with you and it's not your air tag. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they've either, either no one on the T has air tags on anything or they've figured out how to mark mass transit. Now, wait a minute. So how but I'm long, surprised. How, how long are you on the T though? Like max, like what? 30 minutes, 30 minutes. So, so but did you see the, did you see the family, the story about the family that was, leaving disney world like they were walking through the parking lot and their phones went off saying foreign air tag detected and it's you know it continues to like be in your general vicinity as in hey someone's potentially tagged you with an air tag so i mean 30 minutes is a long to me a long time like i would want to know within like 10 15 unless they've updated this because i know um so we give equipment to, you know, we give equipment to some of our video people um, to cover some of these shows, right? And, and I had given one to a wrestling promoter, um, like in the morning, and then he never, he just didn't start getting notifications until he was coming back late at night. So we had spent the entire day with him before it started notifying him. Same thing with uh, when we left equipment with. Uh, somebody for like the week because like I was out of town. He had, he was going a different direction. So I was like, here, let's connect and take this while we can. And it took like a day for it to start just pinging in his closet and driving his cat nuts. Right. So like it kind of, I don't think, I don't think a half an hour is going to be adequate. Right. And if you're moving on, on top of moving on, on, on public transit, like it's not 
like if you, I don't know how much you've tracked things with a tag, Chilla, but like it's not mm-hmm. like it's not real time, right? It's a kind of more of a journal estimate, estimate, estimate. Estimate. It depends on how close it is to another iOS device. Yeah, that's too. true. That, that's like true current, too. Current. But... So, so, but so when you did it, you gave the thing to someone else, and it was registered as your AirTag. Yeah, because on all of our equipment, it, it, we we have it on all of our cameras and, and gear and stuff that we would. But, but that we on the out. newer, but on newer on the newer iOS version, one of the things that's supposed to happen is if an unknown air tag is traveling with you you're supposed to be notified for a prolonged period of time right so i would have thought it would have been a lot quicker than a day i guess that depends i mean on you me. can ping like i can ping the air tag that in fact i couldn't find one of my air how tags, much are you so actually around it he you know in, in this yeah. instance it drove along with him right he probably passed it off to my videographer for the day. He put it back in the mm-hmm. truck and it was, it was back with him. Like it, it went out from one place to another, stayed there for a while and continued with him back. That looks like a tracker, right? Yeah. Like that. It, it's, I think, Did you get the notifications like you're too far from your track? No, I never got that. He got that on his phone um, oh, okay. and kind of freaked out, pulled over and somebody put a, uh, a phallic something on the front of his truck that he thought it was a snake and freaked him out. Uh, so <laughs> in the middle of the night. So that, that was fun. And I was like, well, who's going to find a snake in the winter? Come on. Um, but anyways, I, I yeah, it, it's, I, I feel like, and I think it's a behavioral thing too. Hey, we see it's moving in this kind of uh, pattern with you, right? Uh, this, this seems suspicious. I think it's making determinations based on that pattern. Right. So, yeah, he, Yes, but also like I stuck one in my kid's luggage mm-hmm. when he wasn't with me. Like he went to visit family, mm-hmm. and I knew they were going to be traveling. And I also knew that family members had iPhones, so I'm like, "Oh, it's going to ping off all their iPhones." Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to be good all the time, right? Right, right. So, and I could I tracked that thing down the interstate. Yeah, yeah, but still, like I, you know, I'll have stuff where you left something behind at the rest stop, right? When oh, I get constant notifications. I, I got notifications on the way yeah. home from work today that I left my my AirPods and my iPad at work. Yep, and they were literally in my bag on my hip. Yeah, it's similar. I have a similar thing that happens. So, um, but uh, yeah, yeah, it, it's uh, it, it, it gets it, especially if it's new and it gets you you get used to it. Like I know, Katie, you you had a new um AirTag on stuff when we went to LA and you kept getting the notifications. Like it felt like more than I did. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was, it was, con- it was quite constantly. And it yeah. was really funny because then it was making me feel guilty about leaving it behind. Exactly. <laughs> 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 you left it behind. Come back for me. Well, uh, uh, my awesome thing of the week is Seattle. Uh, <laughs> I got to, I, I was really fortunate. I got, I got an opportunity to uh, work with defy wrestling out there. Um, and this is fun. Uh, we found out, we confirmed earlier in the week, it was initially going to be some, something of a tech demo to see if we could stream for sometime in like potentially June for a show out there. And uh, we ended up going live on Pluto TV uh, on Saturday night. It was, uh, well, 8 p.m. Pacific time, so it was 11 o'clock for you guys. So if anybody uh, stayed up and uh, ended up producing the bloodiest show I think I've ever participated in. And they agreed it was in the five-year history of the company. It was the bloodiest match they've ever had with uh, AEW's uh, John Moxley and uh, former UFC fighter Tom Lawler, <laughs> filthy Tom Lawler, if you will, wearing his Daisy Dukes. But uh, I, well, first of all, I get, so so I, I'm sorry, I'm going into slideshow mode over here. But for uh, like the awesome thing started here in Pittsburgh because uh, first thing I saw was a Lego bending machine. That and uh, and 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 which Mad Mike was aware of. But I, here's the problem, because I don't know about you guys, like I usually fly southwest, so I'm in the same gate area, the same spiral every time, so I don't get to see all the other stuff. And and Mike was like, yeah, I've seen the Lego machine before <laughs> when he's come through, and that had to have been like years ago. Um, so uh, that was cool. Also, I got the uh, Pixar Express plane going out on Alaska Air, uh, so that was interesting. 
Um, but I, so of course I wanted to check things out. I dropped into downtown and, uh, checked out Pike's place market and, uh, at, uh, checked out the, uh, the original Starbucks, which may or may not be original Starbucks according to a sticker that I, that I found. Um, and, and, and I had to check the, the, and I don't know if I'm just like not used to it because, uh, I I've seen so many Amazon technology things at the airports. Uh, but they had, I went to an Amazon go convenience store and it was like, it was just a convenience store and, and you know, you used your app instead of anything else. But, uh, uh but that, that was, you know, that was cool. Got to see. And also there was a monorail. There, there's a look at the inside of the Amazon go store. Um, it was really picked over. There was like almost nothing in it. I don't know because I'm, I'm after the lunch rush or what. Um, but it was really super easy. Have you guys ever been to like, like whole foods and you just use like the, um, the, uh, QR code to, to tag your account when you go in there? Mm -hmm. Like it was basically like that. And then they, they let you in the little gate and you go and, uh, Missy got the notification too on her Amazon app since we're on the same account. And she thought it was interesting and actually timed how long you were in there. So I, and she's, she said she could imagine you doing like a, a, uh, what was it? Supermarket sweep with Amazon go, <laughs> you know? Uh, so it was like, you know, who can get out quicker. Right. Um, I also got to, uh, visit the Amazon spheres. Couldn't go in. They're only open to the public, like the first and third Saturdays of the month. Apparently. Um, I didn't realize there was three of them. But it looked really cool. Um, it looked like what, what I said to somebody. Uh, well, no, there's, there's there's a closed thing. Um, it, it, it looks like it's like it's like the Phipps, but vertical was my feeling when I saw it. Um, but yeah, there's some shots for that, and they have a dog park for the Amazon people. Um, but it was a really cool uh, area. And, and 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 the other interesting part, I'm like walking up on this thing, and, and I'm definitely at the Amazon offices. And across the uh, across the street is the uh, Devil's Triangle Gentleman's Club. <laughs> so, um, but uh, other than that, uh, there's something else I wanted to show in here too. So when you're, just real quick while you're looking for the other thing, when you go into like the, the Amazon Go place, can you, like when you swipe in and the gate opens, if there's a non-Amazon person there, can they come in or no? Like, does it like swing shut real quick? Like, how do you prevent um, someone? I, I I have a feeling. I feel like I feel like they would. They're monitoring everything, so they're going to see that. Maybe an alarm will go off or something like that. Like a close. Like what if you have a kid? Hmm. Oh, good point. I wonder how that does work then. It's got it's got to help with that. Like maybe they just mark like, hey, this person came in with you, and now everything goes to your account. Like if a, like a kid picks okay. something up and walks out with it, right? Um, mm -hmm. No, that's a really good question. That'd be an interesting experiment. Um, one thing I th that was interesting because I I couldn't see this because I think they were more built in at the other places I was at. But look at the camera array in this thing. Look at that. Look at all the cameras and sensors up there. So they just they had an open ceiling plan, so uh, so you you know you didn't you got to see it. Like I feel I feel like yeah they didn't stick out as much at those uh, those Hudson ones, those Hudson News ones that we've seen in the airport, right, Katie? Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't noticeable, that I could tell. But um, <laughs> but uh, and and uh, do, 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 there's the venue. Do, 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 do. Um, also, I gotta give a shout. Like this, this was this was a sweet setup. <laughs> These guys. This is the Washington Hall, which is in the historic district. Uh, uh, it's a historical building. They said like Jimi Hendrix and stuff played in this venue. Um, and uh, and of course we just had bloody professional wrestling. Uh, <laughs> so um, it was one of the coolest uh, 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 crews to, to 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 do this with. It was super cinematic. You know, you see the stage up there and everything. Um, but, uh, it really, really cool to work with those guys and work with, uh, you know, we had a streaming guy, we had an audio guy and it was really cool. Also, I rode the mono well, you guys with, uh, Tina, who's, uh, over on the wrestling mayhem show. And I'm like, how do you have like a monorail and a light rail system with a view of the mountains <laughs> that, that, that you get on right outside? Like, like I, I've never had this experience. I got off the plane and they're like, oh, you can watch across the walk across the bridge through the light rail the elevated light rail and to your hotel. Like it was nothing. It was, it was the coolest thing. And I just like hopped on the, hopped on the train every day, just like head downtown for something. Um, and of course the monorail goes to the space needle. 
<laughs> so, uh, and I'm like, what is all this? Like, why, why do you have all this of the future technology? And I guess I didn't realize that they had a world's fair. That's why there's a space needle and all the other stuff. And there's, there's, there's me and Tina pointing because you know, that wrong podcast, but pointing season, we're post pointing season, but, um, yeah. Um, and also while I was there, I, uh, high five Chris Cornell. Um, but no, Seattle's a cool city. Like it, it's, I feel like it's got kind of that Pittsburgh vibe a little bit, you know, obviously bigger, obviously with like more, you know, Amazon footprint and things like that. Um, but I don't know. It just seems like, I don't know. Well, it, of course it is like, you know, I mean, is the home, it, I mean, it is, it is the home of, of, of the music that, mo- that most of us here have grown up on. Right. So, um, but, uh, no, I thought it was kind of cool. I, I'd definitely go back. Hope I get an opportunity to go back again. So, and, ride the monorail and go to the pop culture museum and see some nirvana stuff that'd be fun um so anyways but you know what they don't have in seattle our good friends of slice on broadway and i understand i was told they do not have new york city style pizza in seattle i don't know what they do then but uh but uh go check out our friends Yinzer Me, New York City Style, Beachview, Carnegie, The East End, and North Hills, SliceOnBroadway.com. Uh, uh, great pizza for these dark and stormy nights. I'm looking at the clouds out the window right now, and they're looking fairly threatening. Uh, so uh, go check them out, our friends at SliceOnBroadway.com. Um, I wanted to touch on a story along with that, because I, I wanted to hold on that for a second. But uh, Tina also sent sent me uh, this article. Apparently, T-Mobile Park, which is the uh, former Safeco fear, field where the uh, the Marlins play, uh, they are actually going to be um, going to do. They're gonna they're gonna open a store with walkout palm scanning technology, just like the ones that we saw in the uh, in the uh, airports a bit ago. Um, so I thought that was interesting. And, you know, in, I mean, you know, Katie, we've, we've talked about the, uh, the, uh, the, the self-checkout, um, scanning, uh, register that, that they have for like a little shop there at, uh, at the, uh, Pittsburgh Penguins arena, um, whatever mm-hmm. it's called these days. I can't remember. Uh, PPG, that's right. PPG Paints. Paints. Um, <laughs> so it's interesting that they're, they're throwing these experiments in the, in the ball fields like this, right? Yeah, I think this is, I like this. This is super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, you know, however you feel about like giving your palm reading, your biometrics to to them, just to you know get a expensive hot dog and a beer at a at a ball game. I don't know. So it's like you know, I've been really considering the the clear technology, right? Because I was in the longest TSA pre check line of my life this weekend. I was like, crap, everybody's got this. This is this isn't fun anymore. <laughs> <laughs> everybody got the pre-check now you got to get the next thing everybody coming out of seattle and then i'm like i'm watching two people walk in although although SeaTac had 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 an interesting they have save a spot uh for security so I, I don't know how it worked but they were advertising it everywhere so you didn't have to stand in the security line like they would t- they take a reservation for security or something I was like, what? Like, is it like what they do at cons now? Because like, they don't want the line oh, and so yeah, many people there. Yeah. It's like, you get a number. Mm-hmm. It's like, you get a number and then they'll call, like you get a text message that says like any numbers, you know, 504 to 537, please come to the line. Mm-hmm. And then they, then you line up, they take that segment as that segment dies down then they take another chunk of people yeah I don't know. I mean, that makes sense i mean that was the worst thing about new york city comic con right was standing in line um mm-hmm. so uh it, they kind of need to sell their own fast pass or is that what that is for them it's not a fast pass it's it's like a if you sign up or you go you go to get in line they give you the next number mm-hmm. and then they call back the numbers interesting they're even doing that i think they're even doing that at steel city con now for some of the longer the longer lines yeah i heard they were having some celebrity lines the celebrity lines yeah i heard they were having some issues with that last show a bit so um but i would say the last two two shows three shows at least two shows because uh robert england was the biggest freddy krueger was the biggest issue from the sounds of things so um but yeah 
so going down the line here, have you seen Snap has a selfie drone for your Snapchats? Of course, Snapchat memories. I'm sorry. Okay, that's like that's like Instagram stories, right? And if you find or know anyone with this, I'm very interested in the look and the follow me feature. Mm-hmm. Because we were talking about doing like room tours, mm. virtual room tours, and I thought this would be super interesting, even if I had to redub the audio, but to get the video, mm-hmm. to get that very smooth. Hopefully. I've been playing with gimbals. <laughs> I've been playing with all kinds of stuff. Hmm. Um, but I thought this would be a very cool, depending on how it worked, how you could do a cool fluid look walking into a room and kind of doing a tour around it. I don't know. So it, I think it records for a couple couple minutes. I think so. So it's called the Pixie. It is um $230 for your selfie drone. And that's the thing. I, I also wonder, so you can apply effects, speed ramps, jump cuts, 3D bounce. You can add lenses, sounds before sharing your Snapchat. Uh, but I wonder, like, is it you know, are you able to pull a video? Is it need to exclusively go to Snapchat? Is it just save as a, uh, I'm sure if you go to the Snapchat, then you can take the video file, but is that actually, you know, how, how good is the quality? Is it good enough for Snapchat or is it good enough to do a couple things? And is everything vertical video? That has to be a concern too, right? Um, so they, they so it's interesting. So it was reported Snap invested in a, in a company called Zero Zero Robotics. Um, and uh, that that's, they collaborated with them for the selfie drone. So I read I read that when it comes up, you get the option like post to Snapchat or save to camera roll. Well, there you go. And I but I thought it was interesting. Like two cool things I thought about it was a like when you're ready for it to be done, you just hold out your palm and it comes and lands in it. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I thought that was interesting is it looks like the center of the drone looks like an old school camera <laughs> dial. It does. It does actually. It's <laughs> kind of weird. Well, you can buy it now uh, in America and in France, and uh, and uh, they say that it's going to be available while supplies last. And here's a little bit of it in action, actually, if you're with us on video from their website. Uh, so it it pops up and you know stalks you. And this is supposedly video from it. I mean, even even in their demo, and and, and they're like they're on a short lane where it's got to be windy out, and you see a little bit of bumpiness to it, right? Like you're you're mm-hmm. noticing this too, right? Um, so I mean, it's not going to be perfect. It's going to be you know cheap drone. But I wonder quality. if it's doing. I wonder if it's then grabbing the footage and like doing that crazy trim rotate crop thing that it that you can do to simulate stabilization oh probably probably it's probably it's probably doing it a little bit higher resolution than what you're seeing um and, and going from there uh so i'd be really interested to get my hands on one of these and see what what we can do with it so but um but yeah i, I love it. i love it. they got they got they got your stylized uh uh charging cable and and carrying case in the wonderful snapchat yellow <laughs> so that's great uh, let's see, two forty nine with the Pixie Flight Pack with two batteries, and two twenty nine for uh, the general one with the USB C charging cable. And you can get some batteries, battery charger, all kinds of stuff like that. So um, I don't know. They're going to keep. I mean, you know, is this more interesting than the glasses, Katie? I don't know. Like, I, I, I think it, I definitely think it's better. Like, if I had to pick, you're like, oh, here I have glasses, or have uh, the little drone guy. I would pick drone guy because I think that's that's a little bit more fun. You can do a few more different things. I don't know. Like, I think the the glasses were just kind of like a hands free thing, but not the same as like I don't think the, it is. It would be as much fun for me as the drone. So waiting for those built ins, right? Like the Google mm-hmm. Glass, right? In the, right in my glasses, <laughs> barely see. Like let them. I'm, it's coming around. I thought I'd be here by now. I honestly did. Um, in in some fashion, right? We, I I haven't even seen a 
new form factor for Google Glass. I thought they would have done something by now, right? So they did. They did that business one, like the 2.0, that they never really released to the public and had some upgraded specs. But I've never seen like a consumer. No. Mm-mm. Man, that's ah, man. I miss when Google was actually kind of um, fun. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, I mean, uh, they they just. The, you know, you're just you're just mad you can't get support with them with your advertising product uh, these days. But you know, <laughs> they're just like, hey, we're gonna do glasses. Hey, we're gonna do this. Hey, here's this reader that everybody loves, but we'll kill it. Uh, here's uh, the, this stuff. Let's buy YouTube because you know, um, and uh, let's let's bring fiber to towns in Kansas City or whatever that was, right? Let's do mobile phones. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, I, I'm interested I, to see what they do with their watch. Because they're going to release the first of their watches. I can't get excited. I'll be interested to yeah. see, but I don't want my hands on one. There's no reason. Stadia is floundering, as, as expected. Right? And that's a problem. Yeah. Like, what? Google is failing. Oh, God. I got, I got all Nostradamus on, on, on pro wrestling last week, and now I'm going to do it for Google. Google is failing to find the next big thing for themselves. They really are. Does Android? I don't think Android makes them money, other than being more stuff for advertising, right? Well, you got to pay for the GSM license. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. like, that's why that's why Kindle doesn't have the official Google but Play Store, and I, you have I, to like. I, I and not that I pay a lot, a lot of attention to to quarterly results, but like, still, the majority of their income is advertising, and as we've discovered recently, that screwed Facebook. Uh, when when yeah, all... but I think. Google, uh, let me look it up real quick. Google's or Alphabet, if you will. What are you looking up? Not their vision. I I think there's actually something behind the scenes, though, that like Google's mission statement. The, 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 The one after don't be evil. Uh, let's see. I, you know what I've never done? I've never gone to Alphabet, the Alphabet company's homepage, which if you're not aware, that's what Google is now. They, they, Google is now a subsidiary under a company called Alphabet, right? So now that separates things like Waymo that does the cars and, and, and things like that. Um, Google is not a conventional company. We do not intend to become one. Mm-hmm, you're definitely not. But I think, I think there's somewhere, there's somewhere... Where at some point they were, they did not feign to be a search company. Mm-hmm. They were a, they are a marketing company that does search. And why do they do search? Because if they are the best search platform, then they understand you and they can market directly to you. Yeah, yeah. It's a company that wants to understand you, wants to know more about <laughs> you, very, very unapologetically. And, and at least on a surface level, wants to know more about you versus Facebook tries to kind of hide that, it feels, right? And be like, yeah, we want to know more about you, but we don't want you to think about it. Here's a cat photo. Their, their 2019 mission statement is to organize the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful. Okay. Which to me means I want to know everything about everything, including you. <laughs> And I want to make all the information about you available to everybody else that wants to pay for it. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it, depending, you could read it the other way too. But like, we want you to be able to have access to all this information, apparently even about your ex-girlfriend and everything. But because we know about her too, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> like it, it, it's all, it's that nice ambiguous statement that can be shaped either way, you know, um, but uh yeah, so that's interesting. Uh, I do encourage because I'm skimming it real quick. There's a a big uh, uh, G is for Google, and, and and actually we go in here. It takes a second, and the thing I read from Sergey, um, what or sorry, Larry Larry Page. I'm sorry, um, but uh, uh, it, it's an interesting statement of what Alphabet is. Is this the 2019 mission statement that you've mentioned? Um, I read that somewhere else, but it's interesting if you look. And this is this is abc.xyz is their website. 
So our approach to search, and I'm looking at actually google.com search, how search works mission. So they have a couple of different sections to their mission statement, mm -hmm. but further, further down the list is sell ads, nothing more. Ads are how search remains free and accessible to everyone, but ads are the only thing we sell. Hmm. Meaning not your information, right? Because ideally, they know everything yeah, about you. They know. But right, and interestingly enough, right before that is protect your privacy. Right. So, so they want to know everything about you. They intend, according to the statement, not to disclose those things about you to other people. But they can have other people pay to use that information to get to you. Without having, without actually being right. the accessor. Yeah. Because I mean that's, that's uh, it's a monetization. Say so, hey, you know that's that's where we talk about in advertising. Like, I want to know everybody that loves gum, so I can advertise to people that love gum in Western Pennsylvania, right? And they know everybody loves gum in West Virginia, Western Pennsylvania, and you pay to access those people, right? And then the dentist companies come after <laughs> you, yep, and say I need to know everyone that has bought something or clicked on an ad for gum because now I'm going to send them an ad mm -hmm. for my dentist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I do see... Uh, I, so, Star Wars Day is tomorrow? Is May that the right? Fourth. The yes. 4th. May the 4th be with you, everybody in advance, or if you're hearing this in the morning. Uh, Revenge of the 5th. Yes. So, <laughs> and Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. I'm hoping I'm hoping that AEW Dynamite that's tomorrow night somebody's going to do a big Star Wars geek out thing. Have to. They, I mean, this is they they came in dressed as Space Jam one time. They came in dressed as the Ghostbusters one time. I'm hoping they do something like that tomorrow. Um, but uh, Katie, you had been asking the question, right? Uh, what was everybody doing for May the Fourth? Star Wars Day. Yeah, I was like, I feel like I should be doing something, and I don't know what to do. There's like, I'm probably just wear some Star Wars gear, but I'm like, what else should I be doing tomorrow? I put I put a link below your what's everybody doing. Um, I don't know if you've ever played Knights of the Old Republic, the old pod racer that they had at like Dave and Buster's. Republic Commando is a good one. Jedi Academy, Jedi or Jedi Outcast. Those games are all on sale for fifty percent off or more mm. for Switch for Switch players. Um, and I didn't realize it too. Um, they also have what they're calling the Star Wars Heritage Pack, Ooh. which is the last four of those games. Mm -hmm. so the Pod Racer Com Commando Academy Outcast, and then they add on Force Unleashed and Force Unleashed 2. <gasps> yes, I was seeing Force for Unleashed was part of this. For forty-five dollars, which that's not bad, is a really, I mean, is a really good deal. Katie, I don't know how many of these you've played. And they're all no, I've played them all, and they're all yes. really I good. Highly recommend uh, episode one racer. Um, <laughs> my brother got the N sixty-four like episode like pod race game edition with that, and we played the hell out of that game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is fun. It is fun. Uh, Republic Commando. I don't know. Do you do first-person shooters at all? Um, I have done them. I'm terrible at them. Okay. You, you may like <laughs> you may like Republic Commando. I've been enjoying the uh, Xbox edition uh, when that dropped on, over there on, on Game Pass or something. Or, or Gold, maybe. I don't know. Um, let's see. Knights of the Republic is more of an RPG, like an action RPG, right, Jill? I don't think I've... I haven't played much of that one. Knights of the Old Republic? Yeah. That's an RPG, and it is phenomenal. Mm. I mean, and it's one of those ones where you can kind of choose your own destiny. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you can go to the dark side. You can that was a, go to the light side. That was a, you can play that game a bunch of times and take a bunch of different paths mm. through it. And it's long. Yes, yes. Uh, but other than that, Force Unleashed, at least the first one, highly, highly recommended. There is a, and I, I don't, I've been getting like I'm, all the uh, Star Wars 
like uh, concept art stuff in my Twitter and retweeting it. And, and I think I retweeted one the other day. That's when you're um, you're 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 taking down an entire star destroyer with your force powers. Was Ooh. one of the coolest was... freaking sequences I've ever played in a damn video game. I, 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 uh, Force Unleashed and Force Unleashed 2 I played probably like two years ago during COVID um, played straight through them so much fun a blast you're, you're uh, uh, Darth Vader's apprentice and you just go ballistic with your, your Sith Force powers and it's it's just so much fun uh, highly recommended um, like Katie if you get a chance to get your hands on that one on your Switch definitely definitely uh, uh, I think you're going to enjoy that one. It's not first person. It's like a third person. And um, who's the guy that was in Being Human and he played Doomsday on uh, on Smallville? Um, he plays like they, you know, he does the voicing, does the uh, mocap and, and has the likeness and everything uh, for the main character in there. So um, very, very cool. He's a really cool actor. Uh, I, I love a lot of stuff he does. Um, so, um, though, definitely, definitely. So how much, wait, how much is the force unleashed? Is that just in the heritage pack or no, it's, it's force only, unleashed. It's, the force unleashed is only in the heritage pack. The interesting thing is, but it is, it is $20 by itself from before it's, it's $20 by itself. But if you buy the heritage pack, it ends up being like $15 and three cents with mm. the other four games, counting their discounts. Highly recommend. If I got it, I, I, thankfully I have all these games for the Xbox. So, um, but uh, but no, if you if you have a Switch and you have not dived into these Star these Star Wars games, um, definitely. And even those um, Jedi Academy Jedi Knight games were really really good games on uh, on uh, PC. I know back in the day that I, I got to play a little bit of. Never threw them. I'd actually but. say if 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 you if you only did one and you spent eleven dollars and twenty four cents, pick up Knights of the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. Just because of the replayability, the storyline. If you want something less deep, I say Pod Racer at the very least. Yeah, the Pod Racer, yes, yes. <laughs> Don't let that Star Wars pinball fool you, but I'm sure it's great. <laughs> so, um, so everybody's. Parent... I never got into pinball on game consoles. Really, I've loved the pinball game on um, uh, the the Zen Pinball Party that's on uh, Apple Arcade. Really loving that. I've been playing the Garfield one, the Garfield and the Snoopy one more lately, right? So I, actually, I haven't checked for a month. I gotta see if there's any new tables over there. But anyways, well, we're not gonna start talking about Twitter because <laughs> that'll be a long discussion. Actually, can we can we take like like chiller? Do you gotta get right out? Can we take like I, two minutes to talk about uh, uh, Mastodon for a moment? Let people be aware of that. Extra minutes. What's that? You got a couple extra minutes? Uh, so th- I thought this article was popped up. It is interesting. Um, about, you know, obviously I don't want to get into all the stuff around Elon Musk and Twitter and everything, but, and what that is going to entail, what it is, is it going to happen? Who knows? I feel like it's every damn podcast I listen to and I'm kind of getting tired of it. Um, but after according to gadget, this was back on the 27th. Uh, so last, uh, well, was that last Wednesday, maybe, uh, after, uh, bust, uh, uh, t- took over Twitter an open source alternative is exploding, exploding. This is called Mastodon, right? Right. Right. I think I think I remember I read this a week ago. Some yeah. So the difference between Twitter and Mastodon is it's what's called a federated platform, um, which means it's uh hey remember when we used to get on Napster, <laughs> and yeah. and the reason they couldn't shut down Napster because Napster wasn't doing anything except pointing you to things and actually we all uh, uh split the file up that everybody was downloading and it was downloading from all of us and it was just spread across everything. Uh, I, I think that it's a good analogy for what federated Twitter is, which is Mastodon. Um, basically, <laughs> like I belong to the Twit server. Uh, Twit.social have, has their own. We could start our own Mastodon instance if we wanted to, actually. Chilla, should we? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe we should. Maybe this would be a good awesome cast experiment. Um, but I don't know. Oreo will just be. Then, like, do, do, is there like some central hub or index to go find? Well, all that's of where. The... So I, I use an app called Toodle. And I just disconnected us from. from I, disconnected, I disconnected the spaces, guys. I'm sorry. Um, so we'll fix that later, and we'll just end the space because it's just me and Katie hanging out in there. Um, but anyways, um, so, uh, it, so the federated thing is all like you can go on just the server, right, and see the the tweets, look toots or something, and have an app called Tootle, uh, or you can go to there's a thing called federated 
and you can see everything, right? That's going on. I, and I thought this is because somebody was talking about it on, on I think, Twitter this week because they were talking about that instance, like their instance after the, everything exploded because they, they had a bunch of, they had like 100 new people hop on their thing. Um, and they said, yeah, and one guy's like, yeah, I like it because if I'm, somebody's in my feed and they're like some, you know, uh, uh, white supremacy guy, I can shut down the entire server that's a white supremacist server and not get any of those assholes. Because they have their own instance over here because anybody can run one. And now you've just blocked off an entire, you know, part of the uh, part of the community community. That's a problem. You know, things like that. Does it actually block them or do they just sit on an island and can still do their own thing? But you just don't have to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to deal with them. It's like blocking people on Twitter. Right. Okay. So but you've blocked like the entire section of people that are that, that, you know, that are a problem for whatever reason. You know, it's like, hey, I don't want to listen to twit people because they're too geeky for me. And I can just shut that down. You know, I can say, don't put mm-hmm. this in my federated feed. Don't let them see me. Don't let me see them. You know, you know, just like you would do kind of more individually on Twitter itself. So, but the whole whole thing also is the reason there can be a white supremacy server because this is federated, which means it's not centralized. Nobody can really control it uh, for better and for worse. But uh, but if you're worried about what's happening with something like a Twitter, Facebook, etc., this is a you know supposedly open alternative uh, to that type of thing. So um, if nothing else, like I feel like it's a good thing that people have exposed that there is an alternative. So if something happens with Twitter and maybe we don't want to be on there anymore, you know, just like some people are like, I don't want to be on Facebook anymore. Let's go over to the Discord. Um, it might be an opportunity to have those kinds of discussions. Uh, over there as well so but um i mean i don't see it as a platform where i'm going to want to you're going to want to advertise your wares perhaps but if you're really kind of into the community aspect and good at the community aspect um i think that's going to be a good option for some people so you know or build community i know that's so easy to do these days from scratch right but we'll take it over there you know i mean you know it's an option if you're you know, uh, hey, we, nobody wants to be on Facebook for a Facebook group that we are all a part of. Let's move them on over. Let's migrate. You know, you have that opportunity. So, and it's something you can control, much like, you know, Kitty. You know, how many often we say, you know, uh, what, what, what's the thing that I say? Like, like having your own, like, I, uh, not your island, but your own home or something on the internet with a website that you control. Like, oh, that's the um, having your own. Um... Well, uh, embassy. Yes, your own embassy, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, da da. And what if you had a social hall in your embassy? Right. Yeah. So, um, so that's that's that idea. But I don't know. Uh, We'll we'll play with that. Uh, Chilla, you're not playing with you're not you haven't played with Mastodon at all. I haven't played with Mastodon at all. That's it. I want to find out how, and we're gonna start it. We're gonna start an instance. Okay. We're gonna start an instance. As long as I don't discover that it's uh, obscenely expensive or super technical, I'm I'm saying it right now. <laughs> We're gonna start an instance of, of of Mastodon and see where it goes from there. So, thank you so much, Katie. Good to have you back on the show. I understand your schedule. Your Tuesdays have opened up a little bit. Did we, wait? Did we get out of the? Uh, did, are we out of the playoffs already? No, the first night is tonight. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Was, Are uh, we winning? What's the score? What, a one nothing, not us. <laughs> not us. Oh no! It it's looks like it's the end what of the first. Yeah, I just looked at that too. <laughs> I was like, "How are we?" Oh, it looks like officiating is bad. So good bonus. Yay! <laughs> well, let's hope. Let's hope the games stay away from Tuesday, so we can see you more often over here. Yeah, that uh, would be nice. Yes. Uh, K Dutters on the Twitters. Kate Marie PGH on Instagram. There you go. And of course, uh, the Chilla at Chilla on the tweets. John's Chilla on the Facebooks. Yes. And I'm at Sorgatron. You can follow whatever travels. I may be traveling this weekend. I just got word, actually. I'm at least, at the very least, I'm going to Erie, Pennsylvania this weekend. Maybe Detroit. I don't know. That I just got to call today. So we'll see where it's that like goes. like right across a lake. A lake. Yeah, exactly. You can take a boat. A bu- well, no, 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 no. The problem is somebody wants to book me the same night I was going to be working in the other thing. 
So uh, that's the problem. And so you need a helicopter. No, no, I need two of me. Which is the problem that I consi- cons- consistently have is is I need another me to do things when we get these requests. But anyways, variant sword. We're working on a variant sword. Yes, yes, exactly. We need alligator sword to handle this gig while I'm taking care of this gig, and then we'll have uh, 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 f- female sword uh, go do this thing over here. And uh, uh, what what were the other ones? Kid sword. Um, <laughs> Old guy sorg. Old guy sorg. Uh, you know, you know, whatever. Um, that's enough of that. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We'll see you next time. <laughs> you have been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.